Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Trendin Walsh uh, from 90210. <laughs> we did uh, Trenda yesterday. Uh, now time for her brother, Trendin. I'm Jack. That's Miles. Um, and first, I was like, are you talking about the comedian? Yeah. Is he named like, after Trendin, Brendan Walsh? Well, he's Brandon, technically. Oh. Yeah. If we're, if we're, if we're going deep into the 9021 lore. Oh, his name was Brandon Walsh? Yeah. Brenda and Brandon? Come yeah, exactly. The, the fucking, the parents were off their faces on drugs, probably missing that layup of a naming convention for their kids. <laughs> did you grow um, up with people who had like wacky naming conventions for their whole family? Oh, brother, did I? Um, yeah. I, I had one family up the street, ahead. all all K sounds, all hard K sounds, but would interact C's and K's because they weren't being too goofy with it. But they had a dog named Willie that they mm. called Kowilly to make sure it <laughs> abided by the naming convention. Blood um, or a Crip? Uh, <laughs> hey, Willie right there. Kowilly. <laughs> it's a Crip dog. Yeah, you know. Yeah, my sister's best friend uh, growing up was named Chanel. She was uh, the fifth child in a family, a Mormon family. And they were like Shalisha, Chantel, Shimber. Um, Shimber? Yeah, baby. And she was the fifth, so they called her Chanel number five. Uh, but it was oh all... Oh, my God. Yeah, what? <laughs> all asses. All sh- 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 Dude, uh, Shimber is violence. Shimber rules, man. What's Shimber uh, up to? I have no Just idea. It? Chanel had world's biggest crush. She was my sister's uh, friend who I had a crush on growing oh, up. Oh yeah! Shout out Super to all those cool. people, the older older kids we had crushes on. Exactly. Anyways, uh, I'm Jack. Your Miles, like I said, DeAndre Ayton's Smiles. DeAndre Ayton's uh, <laughs> uh, name was trending uh, for a Not while. For the reasons you want? Yeah. Uh, because he, like, it was, so the, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, won last night, even the series 2-2, um, and Giannis, uh, Antetokounmpo had, so this is just to kind of reset everyone's mind, his knee bent the wrong way, uh, like a week ago? Mm -hmm. Like a week and a half (laughs) ago? Maybe, yeah, two weeks probably, yeah. Like, to the point that we all thought we had seen the end of his like season, maybe like his career will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's out there playing, uh, playing, dominating his game t- two and three. He put up forty. Um, and in this game, so he, the the this block was like one of those things where you like have to watch it and then watch it at, at different speeds to like try to understand what mm-hmm. how what happened happened um not according to skip bayless who was like it's not that big it wasn't that good of a block um okay but basically he came out to challenge uh the ball handler and so he's at the free throw line and the ball handler throws up a lob to deandre ayton who's about to dunk it who's just like on the block and Antetokounmpo goes from challenging the lob to blocking the dunk <laughs> While right. the ball's in the air. He's like, he's looking at Booker. Booker goes, serving it up. And immediately he goes like, okay, he's like, now I'm in fuck up the alley-oop mode. And Turns his head. Yeah. 
It's unbelievable. And, you know, a lot of people now, like the old heads from, you know, my day are like, remember Tayshaun Prince, though? Remember Tayshaun Prince? And I'm like, mm, there's just something about this one that is really there's I don't know there there's something beautiful about watching it. and a lot of people point at like some you know Le, like LeBron's block LeBron's chase down blocks are amazing this was just it's like a different type of be, because he's able to go from guarding one person to blocking the person they passed it to in one right like while the ball is in the air like it, it's just not supposed to be possible like you well, can't yeah, move as fast. As it's the ball. one thing when you you've basically you're 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 defending the you know Devin Booker at the you know f- like free throw line yeah like where, that's where the ball's released and then Giannis is then covering the rest of the ground from like the top of the free throw line all the way to the basket to make a block. It's it's poetry. It's poetry, poetry. and mosh, uh, yeah. as as I always say. Uh, I love to turn to someone during a game and say that was poetry in motion, and you They're know like, that what about was? Me. They're like, dude, we're, I'm in line to get this 12 foot skeleton at Home Depot, man. <laughs> I know, this man. I was awesome thinking about that block. hat with dude, neck flap. <laughs> I don't know. Can you get this guy? He's got a fedora with a safari flap sewn into it. It's really lame. Poetry in motion. Am I right? What? My hat. Okay. Um, anyway, more. I think you should leave. Uh, leaking out of our brains again. Yes. Cannot stop. Will not stop. Putin is trending. This is intriguing. There's some leaked paperwork that alleges that, uh, you know, starting in 2016, the Russian intelligence community began working to uh, get Trump elected. Um, They call him mentally unstable and say that mm-hmm. it would be the best thing for Russia for him to be elected. I think it's something we all suspected was true. Um, but people are kind of don't, don't necessarily think these papers are authentic, right? I mean, yeah, I think especially like, you know, the Brooklyn dad defiant uh, Twitter accounts of the world's are loving it, you know, because right. it's more just Trump, Russia, PP tape, you know, fantasy shit. Well, most people in the intelligence world are like, if they really got this shit, this would be like the biggest achievement from like a counterintelligence. Like you have the minutes from like a high level Putin meeting, like at that level, that's a huge thing to pull off. Um, so a lot of people are dubious. And I don't know. I mean, at this point, I, I think like the compromise stuff was interesting at the very beginning of the administration when I think most people were just trying to figure out what the fuck happened when really just like no it's just racism y'all that's that's right. what it was yeah. um more than no nah, man it's got to be p tapes man Debra- that's De- how this happened did russia no, cheat this- to get him even more votes after he <laughs> the second right. time after he had just run uh the country for four years and like when he said i got worse i got worse <laughs> i didn't change <laughs> i got worse that didn't do anything baby i got worse like a bad case athlete's foot so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's just it's it's a fun story that I'm sure many news outlets are going to get a lot of clicks oh, on boy, because of the combination they? of like essentially the headline is Putin does have compromat. Um, the the Guardian, like there there's going to be a, a lot of, uh, you know, re- reputable uh, mainstream media outlets that are going to find a way to make 
to report on this, whether it's uh, believable or not. There's um, the Guardian, for instance, reported that like uh, security experts say it looks real, but like that doesn't mean that it is real. All that means is that it, they found a security expert who was willing to say that it looked real. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just, it's the same shit as like when they kept finding all these prosecutors who would come out and be like, Trump is fucking nailed. Mueller's gonna, he's never gonna see the light of day again. And it was like, yeah, if you had just interviewed a single defense attorney, they would have pointed out all the reasons that like those, these cases are full of holes and he's probably not gonna yeah and it. you know like if you follow people uh like marcy wheeler who's like a big you know uh civil liberties and national security kind of uh, account to follow on twitter um she's like pointing out she's like the timeline is just a little weird when you know like when there were outreaches to trump like that they happened before even when this meeting happened. So like they're saying the timeline is like too late based on known events. Yeah. Um, 2016 seems weird, right? That it would be that late. Yeah. And the other thing too, is just sort of saying like the way that, you know, a lot of like people like Oleg Deripaska and these, you know, oligarchs that we've come to known as being sort of like these intermediaries, like the way that they're the, the sort of bureaucratic structure works with Russia, they would have happened through like different, meetings rather than intel agencies right. um but either way i mean look i think it, it's clear that russia did want uh you know uh, trump to be president um the compromise stuff is fun to think about but i think at the end of the day more than whether or not there was compromise it's like it, we still have to figure out ways in which we can make you know elections secure and fair and focus on those things rather than do we have a video of Trump getting peed on or something. I'll tell you how to make elections secure. First, make sure that people can't deliver water to people while they're waiting in line at the at the uh, <laughs> right. polling place. No water, uh, no pee, no compromat. There yeah, it is. Sorry, dude. The cyber truck is trending again. This always excites me. Uh, the <laughs> Elon Musk uh, thing that looks like it's you know a child's so drawing. He went to a a crystals shop and mm. like designed a carved a truck out of some crystals does look a little bit like uh you know what one of my kids drawings of a truck that i wouldn't put on the refrigerator because it doesn't really look like a truck Mm -hmm. um but anyways he is kind of doing the thing where he's like and even if i do get my ass kicked like that's i wanted to i wanted to and like that just proves my point Okay. Yeah, because apparently there is like this uh, opinion piece in a website called The Truth About Cars. And this one person wrote, opinion, Tesla Cybertruck will be company's first flop. And like a huge Tesla Stan account was like, no, this is just an opinion. And it's probably wrong. I think it'll be a game changer. So Elon Musk replied to this like tweet and said, to be frank, there's always some chance that Cybertruck will flop because it is so unlike anything else. I don't care. I love it so much, even if others don't. Other trucks look like copies of the same thing, but Cybertruck looks like it was made by aliens from the future. Shut up. Did he do it in stanzas? Um, no, um, okay. but it, like sort of three separate sort of chunks, though. Um, so he, he is organizing his thoughts in a way that's easy to to follow along with. But yeah, I don't, I, okay, cool. Uh, I think a lot of people were just sort of 
this other person on Twitter was like, yeah, that's a cool take from somebody who's being sued for making company decisions based on his personal self-interest and not fiduciary duty <laughs> to be out here like, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't give a fuck. That's what we're going shit. on. I think on it's thing. fucking cool. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, I think it's kind of cool too. Some of the pictures make it look cool to me. Um, but it just feels like a car that like you you're gonna look like an asshole pulling up in for sure. I would There's never no, drive yeah. it, but I I'm glad it exists in the world. I will feel cool when it drives down the street, and I feel like I'm in yes the future from <laughs> RoboCup. <laughs> you see, like yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> you like that? No. The first no, time no, a Cybertruck no, no. drives by Miles, I will FaceTime you and I will say, "Are you ready for some poetry and mosh?" And then I will, uh, you're like, you see it, you're crying. You're like, we did it, Joe. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> like what? I saw a cyber truck and it was beautiful. Um, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be back. And we're back. And there's a picture of uh, Timothy Chalamet, Bill Murray, and Tilda Swinton at Cannes that people are are really, really memeing, I I believe, because they're all dressed very differently from one another. Um, Tilda Swinton is very like wearing a kind of bright electric blue suit. Um, Mm -hmm. Looks like she's from the future. Timothy Chalamet... uh, like part punk, part uh, 80s Michael Jackson pants, like from the waist down. Yeah. Um, and then Bill Murray is just like your dad on vacation. He's just got like a, you know. He's got one of those Dan Flash's pattern shirts from I think you should leave. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. He is an optical illusion uh, in motion. Um, is, yeah. Okay, Bill. He's also got a watch on each wrist, which is a, a interesting look. Um, what is he doing with that exactly? Maybe what one is, is like New York time and the other is the time he's in. I don't know. I don't, it's it's really, I'm like, I get really, it's really aggravating to see the two watch. It feels like a stupid, like something I would have done when I was 12 Yeah, to like piss my mom off. He's like, why are you doing that? I'm like, because you never know. You got to look at one. And then what if I'm using this hand and I need to see that time? I need both on. Yeah. And you end up sounding like Tim Robinson in a sketch. (laughs) Why you have to wear two (laughs) wristwatches? But hey, they're doing Um, them. Yeah, but it's it's a fun image. You've probably seen it somewhere. Neutrogena sunscreen recall. Uh, That's my alarm sound. Johnson Johnson just can't stop putting poison uh, in our topical, uh, the materials that they sell us to apply topically. In this case, uh, it is sunscreen that, what, what do they have in it here? What we Potentially cancer causing chemicals? Yeah, that's the one. So I think it was asbestos and baby powder uh, to the point that like you can't buy ba- Johnson Johnson baby powder anywhere. Um, oh, and, it's benzene. That's what's in it. <laughs> cool. Oh, just a little benzene? Just a just a low level benzene in your Neutrogena and Aveeno aerosol mm-hmm. products. So it's not just Neutrogena. They are mm. having a fucking week, huh? Yeah, man. Uh, this is cool because I think we have these products. Um, <laughs> so 
that's fun. <laughs> I imagine you and you're you're evoking a memory in your mind where you and your family are just like spraying it on your food, like <laughs> yeah. it's on your mouth. Like I think who we cares? Have- <laughs> Nothing can hurt us. <laughs> We're Don't so burn your lips. Yummy, yummy. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, minimum wage. Why, why is minimum wage trending? There's just more stories coming out essentially about how, um, you know, a minimum wage in this country is at a point where, you know, you would have to work for what minimum wage is in the moment, 97 hours per week to afford a modest two bedroom rental. If you're on minimum wage, that's what it would take. Um, and that's why it's like, dude, 18 isn't even enough. You know what right. I mean? Like 25 should be like the fucking standard. I mean, like it's just a, I think it's just more sort of analysis, I think to help more, or I don't know if it's meant to help people understand what the stakes are here. But if you are just you of the disposition to realize that there's massive inequality, then yes, you will look at this and say, oh, okay. If it's 18 doesn't cut it and it's 24 to just be able to put a roof over your head and make rent, that's what it needs to be. Um, so There's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's really some disturbing shit when you really keep looking at all the analysis around it. Yeah. There's this poll, uh, that's going around that says 1.8 million Americans have turned down jobs due to unemployment benefits with the implication being like the unemployment benefits that we were getting during, uh, COVID were too good, too rich, and we have to take them away. So the people are forced to go back to work, um, and it's just it's such bullshit first of all the the poll is like one where you can choose multiple reasons for not go for saying no to a job and yeah. like one, the ones that got more results were like covid-19 constraints and childcare and uh health medical limitations um so but they're they're taking the fact that like 13% of people who turned down a job felt like they were getting enough money on unemployment insurance as a symbol to take that insurance away, as opposed mm-hmm. to as a symbol that like the insurance is only working for 13% of people. Yeah. I mean, cause at the end of the day, <laughs> again, no matter what people say on TV, they're still being, you know, uh, egged on by a class of people who say, I need cheap labor to get back to work or I don't make the same kind of money hand over fist that I used to. And even have Kaylee McEnany, the former White House press secretary, going on Fox this morning and getting mad about the child tax credit that is, you know, going to begin to be going into people's accounts today. Um And she's saying yet another reason to not go back to work. There's a place for welfare in this country, but excessive welfare without work requirements is where we get into really dangerous territory. Mm -hmm. Um, No, we're in dangerous territory by exploiting people's labor in the way that we do and offering them wages where they would need like quite literally three full time minimum wage jobs to make ends meet. Yeah. That's the dangerous territory. On top of child care. On top of please articulate. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And please. Please articulate, Kaylee McEnany, what is this dangerous territory? Don't just end it there. Please describe mm-hmm. what this means. And also, like, the fucking, you know, means testing, like, work requirements. We know yeah, what we, you know, up. it's all welfare queen fucking shit that you're going back to. Um, and I'd, I'd argue that, again, uh, the job, the terrible job you were doing in the White House was a form of welfare that the country was putting. Well, of course. You. All, all conservative, like, thinkers 
in quotes are on a form of welfare where like they're the smartest person they can find who will say this wild shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they, they're just, it, it's just, you'd want the, I don't know, man. It, it's just frustrating that the story and like, this isn't, the story's in Axios is that by 1.8 million Americans saying that they were able to turn down a job due to unemployment benefits, that that's like a bad thing suggests that like American capitalism only works if we can put the gun of like starvation to people's heads and be like, I mean, yeah, that's the, exactly the loud, that's the the quiet part. That's just getting louder and louder. We need as people, we need people as desperate as possible. So they take any, fucked shitty sub subsistence wage we put in front of them and just such a weird thing it's like the way that these people are looking at sort of a poll that says 1.8 million are like saying no to jobs because of welfare it's like the same mentality if you were dating somebody and you looked you asked all your exes why'd you dump me and they said oh because you you actually weren't a, a, a sexually satisfying partner for me <laughs> and then you're like huh this is damn fucking vibrators and stuff out here fucking ruining me i see what's going on like you're not going no no no. they told you the problem <laughs> it's that you uh-huh. are inadequate uh-huh. it's and this is the same thing that these people are saying right the wages are inadequate right therefore i am going for the option that it works in my self-interest the most much in the same way that you're unwilling to say that the, these takes are coming from a group of people who are so interested in their own profits that they're going to go and completely try and obscure this argument to just be about yeah, they're stealing and they're just lazy and that's the fucking problem. No. Then then please, uh, listeners, be if you hear people say that, quickly flip the script on them. Quickly. All right. Well, uh, those are some of the things that are trending. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.